Well, welcome all People's Church and dear guests and friends and family gathered around the nation and the nations of the world. And I'm here with my beloved friend, Pastor Archie Robinson of New Birth Christian Church and really a, a statesman leader in our city and our region. And this is a very important day. It's uh, been a very weighty time in our nation and it's been a really heavy time in our city and our region. And so we have what I believe is one of the most important messages that we will share with you. Uh, but before that, we want to just get into the presence of Jesus. And so our worship team is going to lead us into God's presence, the most comforting, the most wonderful, and the safest place that we could ever be. So I pray that you enter in uh, to the loving arms of God wholeheartedly for the next few minutes, and then we're looking forward to, to joining you and really having a discussion about God's heart in this time of racial pain in our country. And, and please stay with us today because God is calling us to be a church uh, and churches and a, a capital C unified uh, church that addresses the situation and moves forward in this perilous time in our nation and in the world, but we look forward to a great day of meeting with Jesus. Well, we want to invite you into a discussion today, and honestly, the, the past several weeks have been heartbreaking. They've been so heavy in our nation, and it has certainly come now to our region and, and, and just right down the street to us with the, the latest uh, incredibly painful events that have been happening in La Mesa. And um, to be honest, and I, I told you this right when I came, Archie, uh, I've been crying yeah. most of the morning. I actually have never, don't think I've ever cried so much before we did a message. And um, today, church family, we want to address the topic of, of racism and racial pain in our, our country. Um, in our uh, our city, and uh, honestly, in our in our own lives, and this is a, a very weighty topic. And, and and honestly, I've I've been a little overwhelmed. Um, I, I've I've been uh, challenged, and and I've I've been uh, honestly a, a little fearful, um, and, and and not knowing exactly what to do. And in the midst of that, I just on my walks with the Lord, where I just pour out my heart to Him, and I was asking the Lord for help because I'm saying, Lord, we we've got to we've got to jump in as a church. Lord, we're a multi-ethnic church, and 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 people are sharing their pain with me, and and people are are are, are going back and forth, and, and 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 there's just a lot going on, and I didn't know what to do. And in prayer, the Lord just brought to mind Archie. And Archie has been a dear friend for the last uh, over 10 years. Uh, I, I met him almost right when we came to San Diego, and we've been in a pastor's group that consistently meets together and shares our heart and praise you. Actually, we're in two pastor's groups uh, like that, um, one that's much smaller. And um, God really confirmed that, that I was supposed to call him. I reached out to, to him, and I said, Archie, I need your help. Um, I, I, I need you to give me some wisdom, uh, and, and I think our church needs you. And um, Archie, I, I want to start today by just saying thank you, man. I, I, don't, I don't know how much I'm going to cry through this thing. That's but okay. first of all, I just want to say thank you. Um, yeah. 
um, because uh, not only were, were you here to, to hear my cry for help, but then I don't know how many phone calls and texts we've had. Yes. And even just in a moment uh, this week when I was feeling really low, uh, I got a call from you. And, and you said just in that moment, uh, the, the Holy Spirit stopped you and said, it's time to reach out. Uh, and, and, and Robert, and you gave me some prophetic words and it, and it uh, ministered to me. So you are an answer to my prayer and, and Archie's been giving me tremendous wisdom. And uh, the, when we came to plant All People's Church, and, and let me just stress again, All People's Church. Absolutely. And that wasn't a name that I thought of. That wasn't a name that we got around on a whiteboard and put up mm-hmm. a bunch of names like that. It was just God spoke that. There was Absolutely. never... There was, there, was, there was never an option. Uh, and then God spoke to us. Luke 4, 18 and 19 would be our, our theme verse. And um, it says the spirit of the... It's Jesus talking about his ministry. It says he, he picks up his, the, the, the scroll and he's in Nazareth in the, in, the, in the synagogue. And it says the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He sent me to, to, to bind up the brokenhearted, to to set the captives free, to proclaim sight for the blind, and, and to, 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 to help the oppressed go free, and to proclaim the sovereign year of the Lord's Amen. favor. And that, where here's what I know about Jesus, is wherever someone is poor, or wherever someone feels poor, that's where Jesus is. Amen. And that's where Jesus is showing up to bring good news. Amen. And whenever someone feels oppressed, Whenever someone feels like they're a prisoner, that is where Jesus is. And, and, and he is bringing favor. He's saying, no, there is God's favor and there is good news. And I just can't think of something we need more right now in our, in our nation. Absolutely. But I, I needed someone who has lived longer than... We might look the same age. <laughs> we were talking about that this week. I said, uh, Archie, people keep calling me young. I'm 44 years old. And Archie goes, uh, Robert, I have a son your age. You could be my son. <laughs> Which, by the way, I would love to be your son. Uh, but this guy's not... How old are you? I'm 68. Okay, so... <laughs> this guy is blessed <laughs> right here. But uh, Because I thought he, I thought Archie was early 50s. But, um, um, but you've lived through a lot. And you've seen a lot. And I thought it's always so helpful for me to hear people's stories. So would you just start by sharing your story, what you've experienced uh, growing up and what you've experienced as far as racism and racial pain? And uh, Would you just take us into that so we can understand where you're, you're coming from today? Coming from... Uh... Some same same state you came from, uh, actually Texas. Me getting here to do what I'm doing now, come from where I came from. Mm. It really did, really did. I seen my one of my my good friends die right before I got here, but it was no tragic. It was tragic because he drowned. Mm. But that right there set my course on knowing that life. I don't have to get old to die. Mm. That set my course right there. So therefore, when I when I uh, get get to San Diego and get saved and and find out that young people really love God because that's right on in the Jesus movement mm. was happening, mm. all of that stuff was happening at the same time. I mean, you have riots here, but then you see God moving and 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 the Jesus movement was coming. Okay, and- I mean, you just said something so powerful. You have <laughs> riots here, 
But then God was, I mean, come on. Exactly. Let it be, Lord. Let it come again. And that's what's, this, all of this that's happening, God is just trying to shake the church. I'm saying that. I've said that to a lot of people. You know, he's just trying to shake us. Not so much to be so radical, but to bring forth the power of God. If I would say something right now, I think I would say, this is the year of the church. Mm. This is the time that we arise and the glory of the Lord should be rising with us. We should be actually be a light, but be a voice. But not only, we, this is our year of greater works. Mm. What I didn't do and I want to do because I think it's very relevant and you'd never do this because you're so humble uh, is I want to read your biography um, <laughs> because uh, you're a preacher, yes, but you spend an equal amount of time doing some other things. So let me just read this to you. It says, Archie Robinson is the pastor and founder of New Birth Christian Fellowship. He's engaged in multiple spheres throughout San Diego County. He has an active local jail ministry in which he encourages men and women who are incarcerated, which led him to serve with the organization uh, SAC, S-A-C-C. Yeah. He served as a vice president for San Diego Area Congregations for Change and of Pastors on Point for, for 10 plus years, an organization that galvanizes local pastors to address the needs of the communities in San Diego. He's now part of serving with Building Trust, which is a partnership of religious leaders, community, and police officers who've come together to build a bridge to build trust and healthy relationship between the community and the police. Additionally, he's active with the San Diego Compassion Project, whose purpose is to assist and support victims and their families who suffered tragic loss due to acts of violence, and as co-founder of Community Assistant Support Team, CAST, which supports the San Diego Compassion Project. His passion is for the youth and has allowed him to become a leader of, of one of the, 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 the great Bible clubs at Lincoln High School that's really a model for many of our clubs throughout the county. As a commissioner on the Commission of Gang Prevention and Intervention, he works collaboratively to help develop strategy and coordinate efforts between the city and law enforcement agencies, social service providers, and communities most affected by gang violence and to cur curtail gang violence and the negative impact on our communities. So what that tells me is that you needed something else to do today. And so, <laughs> and so that's why you needed to come and hang out with us. No. I wanted to go. Ah. <laughs> well, but what I'm saying is you're on ground zero. Like what I know about you is after violent crimes, you're the first one there to meet there with the family. What I know about when there were the riots in El Cajon, you, you, maybe we'll get into that later. Mm -hmm. You were in the middle yes, of sir. them boldly calming the, the different factions down and talking about Jesus and yes. his transforming power. And then you spend so much of your life um, trying to bring unity in the, in the church. I mean, that's how I know you is from, from, from unity. Right. So the thing is, is that when we're operating under what God has called us to do, all we got to do is say what God tells us to say and don't expect, just look at God, have the uh, expectation of God doing it, but don't try to make it move the way you think you're going to see it move. Mm -hmm. And that's what the people want to do. They want everything to change right there. But all this stuff that's happening right there didn't happen just like this. All of the things that are happening in the street, everybody that's angry right now, there's just been a, a whole bunch of stuff coming up on a whole bunch of stuff, but a whole bunch of stuff. And the church 
Now, this is when all the church should have been together. Mm-hmm. We were in a meeting the other morning, you remember, and, and, and Pastor Runyon had said that if, if, if all the pastors, all churchdom would have came around and, and really stood up during uh, 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 the civil rights movement, we wouldn't even be here today. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't even be here today. And all, if people would have stood up and continued to go in the Jesus movement, we wouldn't have been here. Hmm. If everybody would have stood their ground and been who they needed to be in Azusa, it never would have been here today. Okay, so God said, okay, let me shake you up again. Let me shake you up again because you're forgetting who I am. You know, th- these past three weeks, you know, finally seems like things are about to open up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Our hearts are just ripped out with the Ahmad Aubrey, yes, uh, horrific tragedy, and then we have George Floyd, and 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 now we're having things in our city with uh, Omri and with mm-hmm. Leslie and mm-hmm. here in 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 La Mesa, yeah. and, and and we look at the news and our country is just in in crazy yes. turmoil, mm-hmm. and you know. I, I know that our, our nation is in pain and I know, and I've been reminded, you know, I've, I've had different ones in my church, precious people say, Robert, remember that um, so many groups are feeling racism and pain, uh, that the black brothers and sisters are feeling it. They're, they're saying, hey, the, the, the Asian brothers and sisters as this COVID virus has been called the Chinese mm-hmm. virus. And, and we just heard from a church, our, one of our sister churches that one of their moms was targeted to try to be run over mm-hmm. on a sidewalk. And then they mm-hmm. said, remember that our Latino brothers and, and sisters have felt incredible pain with yeah. all the, the mm-hmm. immigration issues and that. And, yes, but but I, I want to say um, that today I felt specifically led of the Lord to dive in to the the pain of my black brothers and sisters. Yes. Um, and I, I think that there's something that that we might not all understand. And I think it's this, it's um I think for for a, a white man, Caucasian, Caucasian people, um, that our memories can be short. Sure. Um, that, that life's more just about me and my, um, my, my, am I going to live out my dream or my little family, you know, and it's kind of moving from city to city for economic, uh, you know, growth or prosperity. So I was, I was listening to TD Jakes on this interview this week. You might've listened. I mean, it's just so powerful. Right. And he said there was a study done with Holocaust survivors that the trauma they experienced in the Holocaust actually transform their DNA so much so that when studies have been done on their descendants, their children, their grandchildren, their DNA actually looks different because of the pain that they endured. experienced mm-hmm. and endured. And Archie, I'm what what I'm asking you today is I, I mean I'm thinking that is that and that's what Bishop Jakes was saying is that there there is something different going on in, in, in the black brothers and sisters and, and the, the feeling of we and the, and living in that. Can you just take, can you take me into that? Because I think I've got, I've got to sit and have these conversations to really understand 
what you, my, my brother, and what my brothers and sisters in all peoples and in our city are experiencing. Well, let me tell you this. I can tell you as much as I can tell you, but you'll never feel what they felt, right? right. And you'll have to understand is, is that you won't be able to change the pain. You won't be able to change that. You got to keep on representing Jesus because he's the only one that can resolve that. And I'm not trying to make it a spiritual thing. I'm just trying to let you know that that pain is going to be there that the people who have received it, they don't have to. And if they take ownership on it, they'll it at a pain to be here all the time. And this is what I know that there's a, a, a enemy. I know that there's a devil. Uh, some people, and I've heard it said, it said white man is the devil. You know, <laughs> but this is a spiritual war, man. This is a spiritual war. Everybody. The enemy, he's doing exactly what he came to do. Steal, kill, and destroy. He's very good at it. He's very good at it. So, yes, there's a the 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 younger people. When I say younger, let me say my children, which is actually 45, they've been through some things and they've seen some things. My 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 son has been pulled out of the car, set out front. And all of those things, they've, they, they've been through some things. You know, my oldest son went through that. But the thing is, is that they don't know the real depth of how it really was. How it really was. People don't want to believe that it is better. Now, it's still a lot of improvement to be done. But things have changed. Things have changed. Now, now I'm probably going to get flack on that. But things have changed. But there's still a lot more. We we know that the uh, our, our officers and things like that, and the way they've been handling things. Yeah, there's some things that. But I see some of the officers who really want to do have changed. I I've seen people in position that trying to do change. But the thing is, is that we as believers, we're here. I go again. We've got to help the people with this pain, walk with this pain. We can't take the pain either. We've got to introduce them to Jesus. What we, you and I got to do, and I just did it uh, a Wednesday or so ago, start talking to the people about it, letting them express it. But I'm trying to teach them to read the word of God and have relationship with Jesus, not go a church relationship. Mm. I'm talking about have a real relation with him that he can really take these things away. Mm. I don't, the reason I am the way I am is because God created things in my heart. Man, let me tell you, I've seen some things. I Like I was saying with Ed and him last night, they, I've been shot at. You've been shot at? Yeah. And and it wasn't because I ran too fast that I, they didn't shoot me. You know what I'm saying? And then they told me they thought I was somebody else. Mm. But thanks be to God, I'm here. Right? So I'm just telling you that those are the kind of things that that have affected all of our lives. Oh, and 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 you told me, what you tell me about the generations that, before you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad, my dad was no joke. He became a preacher, but he wasn't no joke, right? And the thing is, is that they have had learned to have so much distrust. There's so much distrust. And let me say this, among even our own, we don't trust. 
So you know we're not going to trust anybody else. So the thing is, is that right now we hear things and you see things and they're acting things out. But again, we still got to pull it back to Jesus. Mm. We got to stop playing. We got to stop playing about. And when I say that, I mean, you can't just have people that just say, well, say these prayers with me. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. I'm not saying he's not doing it. All I'm saying is, is that it's got to go further than that. Some of these officers probably, that man, who said he didn't go to church? Who had his knee? Who said he didn't? He just may didn't go any further. He might have been one that been, might have been a deacon in the church. But there were still things, and I'm not saying he was, I don't know. But you have people doing some things that still need to be worked on. So Archie, I, I want to ask you something um, intense and heavy. And that is, how did you feel when you saw uh, what happened with George Floyd? I was hurt. I was hurt. And I could not see it. I have not watched that film. I've heard people talk about it, and this is what happened. He said, every time, I don't even like to quote it. He called his mother. When you get a black man to call his mom, I mean any man, but when you get a black man to call his mom, oh, you done went deep. You done went real deep. And I could hear his soul crying. And I'm hearing it from somebody else. Ugh, I got See, I don't mean to go there. I don't mean to go there. And I'm not trying but to we, but oppress we, it. But we got to feel it. I'm you just know, saying, we gotta, we oh, gotta yeah, bro. It yeah. You and it, it, it really, and I haven't been able to see that. But when he called on his mom, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yes, I know God and, and the Lord Jesus is the, believe me, I'm saying, but that just hurt me as a person. You hear what I'm saying? That hurt me as a man. Yeah. For him to be down there, He called on his mom. Mm -hmm. Called on his mom. I'm dying. You're killing me. Mom! Now, there's two things I thought about. Either he saw his mom as he was getting ready to enter into eternity, or that was the last thing he was able to say. That got me right there. And, I, and I, my, my wife told me the other day, well, maybe, just like you said, maybe you need to just go into that. And I'm like, I don't want to go there. No, we don't. I don't want to go there. That takes you places, you know. And I've had, uh, we were on the line with another pastor on yesterday, Bishop Jayquist, and he's a little bit older than me, but he came from Arkansas. And he was remembering when he was a little kid. They were kicking him in his butt and laughing and stuff like that as a little kid. You know, all that stuff bringing up old wounds, man. Now, I had had some things done and said to me, but I'm this kind of guy who goes beyond and goes to and make friends and all of that. And um, But I don't like injustice. So people are seeing all of this. And what angers me is that I had, you mean, I had to wait for somebody all the way over and wherever my, my man passed away from? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. 
for anybody to see that what's this been going on? How many young lives have, have really should have been mattering all this time? And I need something to happen all the way across the world. Look at Chicago. Look at, look, just those are the kind of things that matter to me. And I know I can't do it. That's why I started having Bible clubs and just trying to leave seed in the ones that was leaving. They may not get it all. They might just come from my pizzas. They might, but I, I talk about life. I talk about sex. I talk about everything in the Bible club and according to how Bible is. Because we're, we're having the children or we are boarding them, but we're still messing up black lives. So now you're hearing me. <laughs> now you really, now you're hearing me. Uh, I mean, I'm not talking about this event. I'm talking about life that has mattered with me. That's why I do what I do. So Archie, one of my... Uh... One of my wonderful millennial leaders, yes, uh, you know, asked the question. Just said, "Hey, I, at this time, I feel lost right now. Like I don't know what to do. Are there some practicals that I can actually do to to respond and and maybe even to to be the answer to the pain? Uh, what 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 would you tell the young? And this was this was a uh, a, a white uh, young woman, m millennial, who's just—I could see the—I could see the um, the emotion in her when she was asking the question. What would you? What would you tell her? It struck me when uh, it was said because I was talking to a young man yesterday okay. who uh, got overwhelmed by trying to share something with one of his friends and they took it and ran with it and social media tried to crush him, you know, um, because of his heart and him trying to instruct somebody who uh, had been maybe involved in some of the things in the protests and all that. Okay. He was just trying to bring it through the light of the eyes of that he was seeing. And he's, he's just only is in his twenties. Okay. Right. And so, I had to share with him yesterday and he was in tears because he was, he was just crushed by all the friends that came at him. A lover of Jesus, when I'm speaking to a lover of Jesus, I'm finding out that most of us as believers have never pressed into God. And it's not so easy to do when we're feeling everything that is going on. Because we want an answer, like right now. I want to feel relief right now. But God allows this pressure. He allows it. He allows everything that you could possibly feel because he needs to let you know that he is all the time we've lived our life and everything has been easy things have gone on and yes we've had troubles and we had all our, our, our little nuances in it all but until we we won't know god until we get pressed you're saying something that i mean i, I haven't heard anyone say this because i think what someone wants to do is they see uh, a, a tragedy or a, 
horrific thing done against someone and they just want to go, boom, respond, and then be done with it. Boom, put a post, or boom, have a go a, a protest. I'm not saying anything of settings are wrong, but what you're saying is, I think if I'm hearing you right, you're saying God wants us to sit in the pain. Because he got to grow us up. He wants us to sit in the pressure. Yeah. You got to, in order for you to become this diamond, the pressure has to be there. Hmm. The pressure has to be there. And it, it'll feel like, I don't know what to do. Good. Good. Because then comfort can come. You haven't learned how to rely no, on no, God. No, no, I mean, this is huge. You don't know what to do because I think so many, I mean, that's what I felt like. Right. I don't know what to do. And you're saying you don't know what to do good. Yes. Yes. Because you, you, long as you got control, you feel like you got control. And I, I have felt like there is a controlling spirit that is just telling and you feel it just like you have to do this. You have to. Yes, that's and, true. And you're saying God wants us to actually release control. We haven't learned how. We haven't. We always say, I love you, Lord. We haven't learned how to love God because in hard situations, we want to quit. We want to stop. Pain stop. Now, Jesus is on the cross. And then he looks up and realizes, my God, my God, why, why have you forsaken me? That's where we're at. Mm. We're feeling like God is gone and God's saying, I hear you, but I got to make you. Mm. I got to make you meet for the master's use. I mean, you've got to get ready for this. You got to be prepared for this. You're not ready for it if you can't receive the pain because there's pain in what you got to do for a God. Everybody's not going to like you. That's what hurt me about the young man. Everybody knew him. He's popular. Everything. And they knew he loved Jesus. But then as soon as he says that, it doesn't seem like his world went topsy-turvy. He was hurt. And so therefore, I'm just saying, okay. And I had to share with him, bro. This is what you got to know. God is really calling you forth. And yes, it's painful right now. But God is going to bring you through. I don't know who told people that being a Christian was just going to be, you know, in the daisies. It has been. But now God is calling for a church who needs to rise. And so those are the kind of things that you really realize. Okay, God, I need you. And that's all he's wanting you to You need me? Yes, God, I need you. Well, surrender it to me. Give it to me and be willing to be like you are right now, broken, so he can build you up. Yeah, you've become this vase in his hands, but all he wanted was clay. He needed to try to mold you, but you done got fired up, and now you've become a glamorous cup. Breaking you. Why? Not to hurt you. That's what I'm saying. He didn't come to hurt you. He comes to bring you to a place where you even know him in a greater capacity. That's it. That's it. And we haven't learned that. But I'm, I, I, all I'm trying to say, with all my heart, with this right now, I don't know any other way than to bring it to this piece 
it becomes practical as we give it all to him. And if I've never tried it and never just given myself into him that way, I'll never know the fullness of God. I'll know about him. But when I get to feeling like that, he's just trying to pull you into a place that you've never been. So you can do what you've never done. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And if we don't begin to have these real things with God, we want to have real conversations about all this stuff, but we're not really being real with God. God knows it already. He does. He knows everything. But then we don't offer it back to him. We always want God to follow us instead of us following him. Mm. <laughs> I always say that. It's like we, we go, okay, uh, since I think I ought to do this, so I'm going to go do this. Now, come on, God. You see, I'm getting ready to do this right here. Come on. Come on. Hurry up. And God said, I ain't going to be in that. Follow him. Follow Christ. Do that. And those are the kind of things that are going to help us opening our arms to people, being, being not, being like, like you shared with me about how you and your wife really started all people, about how you went into the community. Why don't you share that instead? <laughs> that's, what the, we're, that's what people we're, need to hear. We're not here to hear from <laughs> me today. We're here. I mean, I, I think you're saying maybe, maybe people don't know I mean, I'm not the authority. I'm not the authority. I'm, 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 I need help, you know, and that's why I'm asking you these questions. But I, I think, um, you know, you're, you're asking about, you said, you know, how we started yeah. the church and, and um, my, my wife and I got here, uh, you know, we were the first ones on our team to get here. And uh, what, what I've said is, all, you know, all people's church, um, we've talked about this before. Yes. We're like over forty percent non non white, non majority culture. Mm -hmm. um, but but that's actually not what I even thought. I, 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 and I don't think that's what where we're supposed to be. I, right. I actually thought we'd be like eighty percent. Okay. Because we 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 were trying to live in in city heights, and mm -hmm. and right when we got here, first thing, first place God told me. I mean, this was in the first week I was here. We were here by ourselves, is to go into to Rosa Parks, mm -hmm. and I'd heard about Rosa Parks. Right. You know, I mean, it'd been it'd been very violent, and um, and I remember calling my wife and saying, "Sweetheart, I'm you know, I just need to know are you okay with this? Because I I really could lose my life doing this." Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I I remember being the only white guy. Yeah, and, and I'll never know. I'll never know what it's like to be a black um, man or right. a black woman or a Latino man or mm -hmm. a Latino woman. But I will know just a few times what it's like to be the only one that looked like me mm -hmm. in a place. And I just tell you, um, I was anxious. I was scared. I was fearful. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I went up to a group of, of, of big black guys. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember saying, hey, and, and then just looking at me like, what are you doing? Come to find out they thought I was an undercover cop. Mm. And uh, and I just said the next thing that came to mind is, hey, I'm 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 just here to, to to pray for you. And I remember this guy just reaching out his hand, shaking my hand, 
and then taking me around to his different friends and saying, hey, he's cool people. And, and that started um, those guys within the next week were in my home um, and, and, and became my friends. And, uh, but it took stepping out of the comfort zone it. and it was scary. Yeah. And um, doing things you've never done. Yeah, that's scary. So Archie, what would, what would you say, like how in this time, when, when we're seeing such pain and when we see tragedies and we see injustices, what would you call us into? How do we, how do we carry that pain in our hearts? How do we, especially when we're for, you know, God wants us all. We, we, that's what we have to stop doing, carrying the pain ourselves. Because who carried all of our pains in our sorrows? Right? And we're supposed to be casting this on him. And he's the one that's going to be the one that gives us the antidote to all of this sickness that's going on. And I'm not just talking about COVID. We're sick in our heart, man. We're, we're sick in our heart. Blacks are sick in their heart. Whites are sick in our heart. And now we got to stand as one people or as, as, as human beings, right? First and foremost. But as believers, we should never, let me say this real clear. As believers, we should never let politics split us up. We should never let denominations split us up. We should never let any of those things that outside of Jesus mess with us. We're supposed to stand so people can see that there's the love of God in these men, women, and children. So you're talking John 17. Thank right? you. Right? That the world's going to actually know that by, when we're one and we love each other. That's and, it. And in this church, I mean, Archie, the reason I've called you and the reason, one of the reasons I've been, I mean, I was crying this morning. Mm -hmm is because, and I don't believe it will, but I thought if there's something that can, that can tear apart our church, all people's church, it's what's going on in our, our nation. Because in our church, mm -hmm. my, my estimation is that we're half Democrat and half Republican. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure there's independents yeah. in there too. Mm -hmm, sure. And, and, and we are, we are uh, OB and Santee, mm -hmm. and we are Hillcrest and <laughs> yeah. El Cajon. And, and East we, San Diego. Uh, yeah. and We're South County <laughs> and North County yeah. and, South, and mm -hmm. Southeast yeah. and La Jolla. And, and, um, and, 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 and I'm, 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 even, I'm even hearing our people go uh, against each other mm -hmm. and, and 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 i want to tell you it's okay it's okay to have real authentic yeah. conversations right Dialogue. we mm -hmm. say get rocked get mm -hmm. rocked by god mm -hmm. get real with each other yeah so it's okay but if 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 everyone has to see things the exact same way yeah. if everyone has to be in the same political party if everyone has to like but but archie tell how do we deal with this how do we how do we come together when when someone is uh, experiencing homelessness, and in the same row in church, someone else is a multimillionaire. Mm. How do we deal with this when when someone hasn't had any chances yeah. in life, mm -hmm. and they've grown up uh, feeling oppressed, yeah. and the system 
and, and, and there is things that have made, and then other people, you know, they, they, they have every door opening up. Archie, how do we, how do we come together as a church? Okay. You just, Pentecost Sunday just left. <laughs> and then after you get into the second chapter and you, you know, you, Holy Spirit comes in and, and all that. And then everybody decided, Holy Spirit began to work. Everybody brought everything in. When nobody had no lack. People were selling their homes, bringing things, laying it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed out to everybody and everybody was blessed. I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> because we're too selfish. It takes, we cannot I don't get know, that. I am feeling the presence of God <laughs> when you're saying that, bro. The thing is, is that it takes Holy Spirit to do it. It takes Holy Spirit to do it. We don't have no other answer, Robert. There is no other answer than Jesus. And we've got to walk this out. We've got to search ourselves. Men, women, black, white, brown. We've got to search our hearts. And this is what I found out about the heart. The Bible says the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Right? So we'll say things and, and out of our mouth, but our heart is saying a whole different thing. And that's where God, he's the only one that can change hearts. Yes. The only one that can change hearts. And he's willing to do it. But Rob, he's just trying to get us in place, in position. He's just trying to get us in position. Because the people are getting ready to come. But we've got to present something. We've got to present the power of God through Holy Spirit. Mm. We've got to really, 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 really pray. We've been doing too many other things than really seeking the face of God. Not saying on our individual places, yeah, but we need to corporately bring our congregations in, pray. Sometimes we need to go to other spots and, and pray and go with other men and women of God and pray. You know what I mean? We need to show the world that we're not just in our own little silo, that we're part of this whole community of believers. Mm -hmm. Democrats and Republicans mm -hmm. and independents. Mm -hmm. We just love God. Mm -hmm. And and Archie, that's I mean, that's what we want to invite everyone that's listening in our region into. Is yes. that you and I have been reached out to yeah. by um by by the We Pray San Diego mm -hmm. and on, on June twentieth, yes, um you and I have been asked to lead up the, the eastern side of the city together. Yes, sir. And and to, to call people into this hour on June 20th in the morning where we're going to come out black, white, latino, asian, middle eastern, there you go. but on our knees. On our knees. Not not right not not uh, however in humility, right? My That's people it. who are called by my name will humble themselves and That's pray it. and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. And so we want to invite. I mean that's a lot of people are saying, what, what can we do? Um, well, well, Pastor Miles and Ray Bentley are, are, are unifying the whole region. They've called the mayors, yes. called city officials, the and, and the mayors are saying. Yeah. I mean, uh, my, my friend was just saying, one of the mayors had reached out to him and said, please pray. Yeah. We're in the hardest time of our life right now. We really need and, to pray for the mayor of La Mesa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we want to pray mm -hmm. for Dr. A. Mm -hmm. um, and he's asking for it. Yes, yes. He, he's a believer, man. He's humbling believer. himself. He's humbling yeah. himself. Mm -hmm. And um, and so we're we're inviting. That's one thing we can do. And and Archie, one of the things that's been 
a little sad for me. Is some people kind of denigrating prayer, like acting like, hey, that's, let's, let's not stop, just keep telling people to pray. And I wanted to say, no, because prayer is how we connect to the living God, the one who created all of us, the one who created every ethnicity, the one who, he is the author of race. He holds the answers. And when we say prayer is not enough, we're saying that God is not, not enough. enough. And God is the only one who can change the wickedness of the human heart. And I want to tell you, and you've, you've, you've said this, God is changing me in the process. Amen. He has been changed. I, mean, I have wept like I haven't been weeping. But I, I, I want to say that, that, that we pray that God transforms people. Amen. But when I pray too, that's where I hear God for what my next step is. Yes. For what I'm supposed to do. I Absolutely. mean, it's prayer that says, reach out to Archie. Mm-hmm. It's prayer uh, that um, in, in the larger movement of churches that we belong to, the all mm-hmm. people's churches belong to is the Antioch movement. Okay. And... Um, uh, two of the the leaders, really theologians in it, are are, are black men that that they and they with two more of the white men theologians. They wrote a paper on race, and that's that is on our website. I'd encourage you to to read it. But they talk about entering into a new era, E R A, a new era, mm-hmm. and it's an it's an acronym for. The first thing, and and this is what I want to say I'm entering into right now, Archie, and I want to call our church into, is the E stands for educate. Okay. And and I want to say, I mean, I grew up from first grade into every grade learning more and more about Martin Luther King. Mm. But I want to say I have so much to learn. You know, (laughs) I I have so much to learn. This week... One of the things we did as a family, and my kids are old enough, 11 to 17, or mm-hmm. almost 17, but we watched the Harriet Tubman movie mm-hmm. that just came out last yeah. year, and it's rocking me. Yeah. And I've been listening to podcasts, and I've, I've, I've spent my money on buying books, mm-hmm. but I want to I encourage all of us to enter into educate on this, Yeah. because we all have bias. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and then the second thing is R, which is relate, mm-hmm. which is what, what we're doing, right? right it's, it's sitting down and getting into each other's worlds yes. and, and, and having friendships and then, have, and then having authentic conversations yeah. uh, and becoming family. Mm-hmm. Um, but people, is, here's what I know about people. Here's what I know about people leading a multi-ethnic church is even in a multi-ethnic church, people hang out with with the people Everybody, like them. Yes, right. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not even yeah. just talking about ethnicity. Mm-hmm. I'm talking yeah. about surfers hang out with surfers. Yeah, that's And it. fishermen hang out with fishermen. And that's, and that's not like evil, no, right? But we have to, what Jesus said is if you just greet your own brother, you're just, you're just like the unbelieving world. Yeah. And so he's talking about you actually got, I mean, the, I don't know if you saw the Chosen uh, movies on VidAngel, but it's this new thing. I mean, and it's beautiful because mm-hmm. Jesus is very Jewish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus sure. is not a white guy. <laughs> Jesus is not a black guy. Jesus is a Jew. You know, he yeah. is. And, and um, but the, 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 the thing in it that I wept about, I, I cry a lot, <laughs> but good. was Jesus going into the Samaritan village? And, and and purposely going in and then talking to a woman and talking to a not good woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and the gospel has us walk out 
of our affinity groups and our, right? And that is the gospel. That's it. We're not just trying to make people feel guilty right. or to do something. I want to say pray and ask yeah. God mm-hmm. to give you friends, right? Yeah. Uh, that, that, yeah. That, 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 that they can experience what you and I are experiencing of a true, Amen. of Amen. a true family friendship partnership and, and having people in your home yeah. and they actually become your family. That's the relate. That's the R. Absolutely. And then the A, and this is going to be maybe the most controversial, but is to advocate. And there's just times, but, but, but I also want to say, don't, don't demand someone else to advocate the same way you do. That's it. Don't, de- you, you know, you got to post the same thing or you got to say the same thing. No, the son only did what he saw the father doing. That's it. And so we've got to, we've got to pray and God is going to impress on your heart. Go to the promenade yeah. and get in the middle. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Absolutely. And, and, and God Absolutely. is going to, God is going to at certain time, but and that is when Christ's love compels us and Absolutely. we stand up and and maybe it's a post mm-hmm. or maybe it's a standing up and defending someone. Right. Maybe it's actually taking a punch for someone. Or right. take, mm-hmm. I don't know what it looks like, but that's what I want to call all peoples into is yes. when we enter Amen. into this new era. And I want to say I'm repenting and I'm going humble and I'm asking for counsel yes. and I'm seeking I'm seeking mentor. I mean, there was a prophetic word that God would bring mentors into my life to help me. And here it is right here. I just want to tell you all peoples, this is what God is calling Thank you us that. into Amen. right now. Mm-hmm. But the foundation is prayer. And, and, and that is how God is going to change. If, if not just to change us, yeah. but then he's going to launch us into all different spheres of society and all, all different avenues and in all different types of pain. That's it. That's it. That's it. God is on our side. God is on our side. He's allowing us to go through things and shift some things because he just wants us to be free in him. Mm. He whom the son sets free, he wants us to truly be free indeed. Mind, soul, body, and spirit so we can do what our father's telling us to do. It's happening. It started today. It's happening. It's happening. Archie, will you just pray for us? Sure. Will you just will you pray for uh, for our church? For we sure. need we need the healing balm. Amen. Of God, because I what I know is that a lot of my spiritual family is hurting today. Amen. They're hurting from what they've seen. They're hurting from do people see my pain? Mm-hmm. And I want to say I to to you that are really in pain today. I can't say that I understand it all, but I've been crying tears um, over your pain. And I've been crying out for the God of comfort to wrap you up. Amen. And I want to say that God is wanting to do something beautiful here. And this is just the beginning. Uh, even, even this next week, Archie, we're having our staff is going to be trained by an expert in, in understanding bias and prejudice. Mm. Because we realize... We've got so far to go, yeah, and and we've been tone deaf, and 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 we want to we want to look like the kingdom. Amen. We want to look like Amen. the Book of Revelation. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. 
Father God, we thank you for your graciousness and your love. Thank you for this time and the moments, Lord God. And we've said so much, but Lord God, you're the one that's going to have to bring forth your power, your anointing on what we've said. Felt like we were speaking from our heart concerning what you have given us. But Lord God, you do the work. I thank you for my brother and my friend, Rob, Lord. I ask you to continue to deal with his heart, mind, soul, body, spirit. Bless his family. Bless all peoples, Lord God. This church is a house, oh God, of, of unity. And we speak it into it, even though it may be a little topsy now. But Lord, we, we speak unity into the midst right now. In Jesus, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. I thank you for your power, your grace, your anointing that destroys the yoke. And Father, I thank you right now that we're here. We're in agreement with what your word has said concerning all peoples, concerning new birth, concerning all our brothers and that we are, are in, in, in real unity with. And we thank you, God, that as we even go throughout this week and through our lives and do what we have been called to do, we just ask right now in Jesus' name that you now let your kingdom come. Let your will be done right here and right now. In Jesus' name, we're in agreement with your word and with your truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, it's taken this week, and I hate to say it for me too, but it's taken these crazy headlines for me to say, Archie, and, and, and in different meetings to say, Archie, would you speak out in this meeting like mm -hmm. we did? Yeah, so you, you, you did that very well, by the way. How you open that up, and I had—that's why I had to call you back. You did that very, very, but, very well. But, but, because I know every, when when you love someone, and then you hear what the pain in their heart, then you step in. And and I want to thank you for coming and share. I mean, true friends don't just share good times. They don't just do <laughs> hobbies together. There you go. Share life. They share their life. They share their pain. Yeah. And the Bible says to carry each other's burdens. And I want to say I haven't always done a good job of that. And I'm a pain avoider. Yeah. yeah. But I'm most of us well, are. <laughs> I know it's human, but it's really if you knew if you know my personality yeah. type on the Enneagram, mm -hmm. you know that I'm an enthusiastic optimist that wants to avoid pain. But if there's something God's telling me to do in these weeks is Robert, would you pick up my pain? And would you pick up your brother's and sister's pain? And I've been so honored that my brothers and sisters like you have been sharing their pain. And I'm just saying, Lord, I'm your servant. And I'm not, I don't feel equipped. I'm the last person that I think that should be doing this. Uh, and, and, I, and I'm no hero. But Lord, I'm, I'm your servant. And what you say to me, I want to jump in there. Amen. And whatever the, I can't change the world. That's it, right? But I can change a life. There you go. And if we do what you do, you know, so I just, I want to thank you for being a role model. I want to thank you for being a, a mentor to me. I want to thank you for being a big, a big brother that's <laughs> protecting me and, yeah. and caring me. And I want to be that for you. I want to be a brother that stands with you in the pain. I want to thank you on behalf of the body of Christ. I don't know if I have authority to do that, <laughs> but I want to thank you Man, for, you. I want to thank you for standing for the ones who have no voice, for loving, for caring, for kids, 
and for and for working tirelessly to unify the body of Christ and stepping past, stepping out of your comfort zone. You have been a peacemaker. You have been a John 17 unity bringer. And you've been a good father to so many. And I'm Thank so you, grateful. Thank you. Love you, man. I love you.